Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day Savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. What's up, you guys? It is the fifth Wednesday of the month of March. We have five Wednesdays this month. So because the month of March is the month of reflection, I thought what better way to end the month than to reflect. We can reflect on the podcast this month and the topics that we talked about, the different guests that we had. And I kind of wanted to just talk through some of the tools that I've taken away because I love to have a tangible tool. You know, I need an action step, but I love to have a tangible tool that I can take all the information that we talked about, that I learned, that the guests brought to the table and really apply them to my day-to-day life. So here are a couple things that I'm doing. I did want to start, I looked at the definition of reflection earlier today and it just means serious thought or consideration. So to me, reflection is really important because reflection is how we heal. And whether or not you're talking about it or not talking about it, or you're aware of it or not aware of it, all of us have things that we need to heal from in our lives or that we can heal from in our lives. Um, If not, if we're not taking the time to reflect, I do think that we're just unconsciously moving through life. I know there's been many periods in my life where I did not want to stop. I just wanted to keep going. And keep moving through, keep powering through. And instead of actually making different decisions or growing and evolving, I just kept repeating the same patterns and the same mistakes. I was chasing the next thing, the next high, the next fix, whatever it was. But ultimately, if I reflect back on that now, what I was actually looking for was to feel less broken or to feel less pain and just searching for more peace and happiness. And of course, as we know, as the story goes, none of that actually really will bring it. It truly is something we have to find internally, but that's never really the answer you want in the moment. However, I was told recently something that I really loved about a healing journey, and it really stuck with me, but healing isn't an indictment. It's not a punishment. In fact, healing is a journey back to you. 
And in that healing is the only real place of true peace. I'm going to say that part again because I kind of messed up. Healing is a journey back to you. And in that, healing is the only real place of true peace. So in terms of that healing journey, I was just thinking about the top three things I've been reflecting on. And what I wrote down in my journal this morning seemed to be three questions that I really want to take with me. And maybe this is something you guys could try at home as well. But I wrote down on the, on the page who I was and who I have been. And I wrote notes about that. Then I wrote down who I am currently. And then the third thing was who I want to be. So for me this month, when I was really reflecting on who I was and who I have been, there's obviously things that I would want to change in my life. The last couple years, there's some things that have surfaced for me regarding relationships, and that can go for my work relationships, my friendship dynamics, my dating relationships. It all kind of hit the head all at the same time. And so all of the stuff in me that has not been healed around those dynamics really came to surface. Um, Obviously, when we're going through something traumatic or we're having trauma responses, there's things we can look back on and say, yeah, that wasn't my best. Or yeah, I didn't bring what I wanted to in the table there. Or yeah, I made decisions or was in relationships with people that that just were no longer serving me. And so those are the things that I've really been reflecting on. And I talked about that a lot, not on a podcast on Velvet's Edge, but actually on a friend of mine's podcast called Journals of a Love Addict. Um, I've talked pretty openly about being on a recovery journey in that realm. And it's a really hard word because or two words phrase, I guess love addiction is not really a word that I resonate with. Um, But for any of you who know about attachment wounding, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, I feel like those are things that people are talking a lot about these days. This is essentially that. So love addiction can look like avoidance, it can look like anxious, wounding, all of those things from our childhood that we really haven't healed can just really manifest themselves into our adult relationships. And obviously, if you're taking something from your childhood into an adult relationship, it's probably not going to be your best version of yourself. So Jody and I talked through that. We talked about why we don't even actually like the words love addiction, um, but why they're words that we use because it makes it easier to describe. I also kind of talked through what my journey has looked like and what really made me realize I needed to dive a little bit deeper into this work. Um, And why I believe that we actually can change and that there is hope if you feel like you're in a place of repeating the same patterns in relationships, if you see it kind of crossing over into all areas of your life and you know that you just are not operating from your truest, highest self or from a place that you even like um, and you want to stop these patterns, I do believe there's a lot of hope. So she and I talked through some ways you can actually make changes in your life and change those old patterns and really become the adult that you want to become. So who I currently am, what does that look like? For me right now, I'm really looking at ways to just get to know myself again. I am recently out of a new old relationship. And so I'm really working on my own relationship with myself. So whether that's working on self-esteem, working on a deeper dive and getting to know this new version of myself. um, For me, one of the biggest places that I really find answers to that is meditation. And I know, I know, blah, 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 meditation, breath work. People are so sick of me talking about it probably. 
I was so sick of hearing about it for so many years. And it really wasn't something that I resonated with. I didn't want to do it. I didn't like to do it. I was the person that was like, yeah, meditation's not for me. I'm just not good at it. But I've really learned a lot since then. And I don't think that that's actually true for anyone. It may be uncomfortable, um, but just because you can't get your brain to shut off doesn't mean you're bad at meditation. That was a story I used to tell myself. Actually, that's what happens to all of us. It's learning how to train your mind in a different way and really get into your body. Um, I posted about this on my Instagram today, but Eckhart Tolle has one on Spotify, oddly enough. This is like one of Oprah's gurus, if you guys know anything about Eckhart or Eckhart, I don't know how to say his name, y'all, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, He has one called Gateways to Acceptance. And that's how I've been starting my morning every morning. And it's just this reminder of being in the present and being in the now and knowing that what's happening in life is just reality and accepting that reality, knowing that you can find peace no matter what's going on. And just the breathing exercises through that have been so, so, so helpful to me. Another tool that I use is called two-way prayer. Um, I don't really consider myself a religious person, but I am very spiritual. And for me, it's about talking to a higher power. So whatever your higher power is, if that's God, if that is Buddha, if that's the universe, whatever, if it's a tree in your front yard, whatever it is, it's a direct communication this, this exercise is a direct communication with that higher power. So what I do is I write down the question for the morning. What way would you have me look at X, Y, and Z? Or what am I supposed to be learning here? Or anything. It can be anything. Questions about my job, my last relationship, my future relationship, my friendships, my house, whatever is really like torturing me that day that I can't get out of my mind, I write the question down. Then I get really quiet and close my eyes and I just start typing. And I swear to God, it is the oddest experience. It's the oddest tool. I don't really understand how it works other than it's uh, from a higher power, but I always get the answers. It's like something in me just starts typing and it's telling me the answer. It's never what I think it was going to be. It is never something that I'm really even consciously aware of. And so I know it's coming from a different place, but it is the most calming, clarifying tool um, that I have really come across lately. And it's really helping me get in touch with who I currently am in the now, in the moment, in this day, who I am and helping me really develop those relationships with myself. And it helps me get out of my head. And if you're anything like me, I'm really good when I'm trusting my body and staying in my body. But when I get in my mind, it's a really dangerous place. And I just am such an overthinker and an overworrier. And it just takes over. And before I know it, I've spent an hour thinking about something that doesn't even affect what's happening right in front of me. Now, when it comes to who I want to be, obviously the topic of manifestation really comes to place, comes to place. What? This is why solo podcasts are terrible, (laughs) y'all. Where's Chip? Can't he interject something here to help me not have to say every single word? Um, Anyway, come to mind is what I was trying to say. And manifesting similar to um, meditation in that it's kind of like, yeah, you either buy into it or you don't. 
I fully buy into manifestation. If for nothing else, to me, it is setting an intention with the universe. It's like putting energy out there and really accepting what I want within myself. Because a lot of times I think we have shame around the things we want or we tell ourselves that may be something I want, but I'll never get it. And so we don't speak it into existence. And while sometimes I think that the universe gives us gifts and it's completely shows up in a different way than we would have ever even imagined or expected. I do believe that if we put our heart longings out there, we will get them back or we will receive something that will make those heart longings come true. So this could be things like making a vision board and even putting silly things like the house you want to buy or the car you want to buy, or it could be a business you want to start, or it could be a word of Um, an embodiment that you want to feel for yourself, the person you want to be, whatever it is, I do think there's some sort of power in putting it out there. And for me, since I'm such a visual person, that means writing it down. I have notes taped all around my house of words that mean things to me right now and words that I really want to embody as a human taped to my mirror. I mean, you can call these affirmations if you want, but it's just ways that I remind myself of the person that I want to be. I also have a vision board in my office of just things that I really want to come true in the next five years. I'm not a big like in the next five years I want to be except for in this capacity because it really does allow me to fully accept the dreams that I have. And I think that once we can accept them and we put them out into the universe, we really can make those happen. In terms of podcast, not this month, but last month I talked to sexual empowerment Um, expert, Asti Marie, and she talked about something called sex magic, which ties into manifestation. But it's really about using our sexual energy, which is actually our core energy and our core power, especially in women, um, to manifest the things that we want. So I'll let you listen to that podcast and she can tell you a lot more about the details of how to do that. You can also just Google sex magic, but listen to the podcast because Asti has a really great take on it. And um, Yeah, I think it's a really cool experience and a new type of manifesting if you're kind of like meh to the manifesting idea. But the biggest reflection of all, just to sum this all up, the biggest reflection of all that I have really taken away this month is that none of us are perfect and we're all here just having a human experience. We're all human. And to me, that's the most beautiful journey of acceptance and reflection just simply being that, getting to the, the place of just allowing ourselves to be human and loving ourselves anyway, loving ourselves in the imperfection even. I have another medita- meditation that talks about a, the allowing that comes with accepting ourselves as fully human and knowing that we're just allowed to be human. Like, isn't that the biggest relief? You are allowed. She says that over and over in that meditation, and it is so comforting to me to know that I'm enough. I'm human. I'm imperfect. And I'm still enough just as I am just being allowed to be that and knowing that I'm still loved. I hope this month of reflection has been a good one for you guys. As always, we do love your feedback. So you can email me 
at Kelly at velvetsedge.com or Chip and I are at the edge at velvetsedge.com. Tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like, what you want more of, all of it. It really helps us to get you guys feedback. Also, if you guys could take the time to go rate and review this podcast, I'm really bad about reminding you to do that, but I would greatly appreciate it. It's how we grow. And as all things are these days, it helps us get higher in the algorithm and send out um, the podcast to new listeners and keeps us growing in that direction. I love you guys. And as always, thanks so much for listening. And thanks for putting up with my solo podcast today. Send me any emails you have to Kelly at velvetsedge.com or always you can hit me up on Instagram at Velvet's Edge. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.